Welcome to episode 11 of the 213 Show. Now in this week's episode, as the title suggests, we talk you getting caught cheating bro, not me. And we decipher what that means and what happens and what it all means for each party involved. Then I talk brand new music, I give you guys some new albums and singles, I give you guys that normal ass brand knowledge that we do every week, I give you my plug and I round this episode off with some appreciation and love. So please do tune in and let's have a good time on the 213 show. Welcome to episode 11 of the 213 show. Episode 11, baby. Asim Kilo. 11. 11. Oh, shit. 11. I was wondering why I paused and I was like, man, I know 11 means a lot to me. If you know, you know. There's only one 11. I mean, there's two ones in 11. But there's only one 11. And she's on Stranger Things, baby. Oh my God, if you know 11 on Stranger Things, it actually hurts me that I don't have Stranger Things merch. If you got some Stranger Things merch, congrats. Because I know they did a collab with Levi. And then, I don't know about when you to Levi. When you to Levi's. Nah, I grew up saying Levi's. And then I watched too many shows and they kept calling it Levi's. I was like, it makes sense. Because it's Levi's, then it's Levi Strauss. So I mean, <laughs> knowledge for you. But I know they did that. Then I did a collab, I think, with Nike. And I missed all of them. Okay, I went into the Levi's store. And then I saw the price for the jeans. Just because they had a couple patches on them. I started rationalizing it. I was like, I'm too tall to be wearing jeans with patches of little kids. It's going to just look crazy. You know, I saw a couple of the denim jackets. I'm not really a fan of denim jackets. I feel like they expose too much of my real life which is ubukinta so i didn't know if it's smart for me to buy a denim jacket and especially if it's gonna have like kids on the back it's like nigga are you disrespecting the kinta uh way of life or what's going on like are you trying to make a joke out of us but yeah episode 11 that's where we at a lot has been happening a lot has been happening in the world first of all the second wave is scaring the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. I feel like December is looking very, very shaky. And there's only two options. Either, number one, you make a decision and you decide, I'm cutting the cameras. This is it. I'm staying home now. I'm going to wait until the government says, yeah, things are getting bad. Or you're going to rock up until the time they say, guys, no, 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 no. That's it cutting the cameras closing down shop until next year personally i am definitely still gonna rock i think it's just important but at the same time i've accepted that it's inevitable at this point just like mr anderson on the matrix it's inevitable why 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 man okay i almost went into full like character mode if you watched the matrix oh man see i'm just i'm just giving y'all things to watch stranger things the matrix netflix gotta give me a deal netflix gotta let me hold something and i'll give you proper reviews but a lot's been happening man things in africa are horrible nigeria mad like it's just 
a lot is happening in the world. I know in my own, let me let me leave other countries for a second. My own country, gender-based violence is still at its peak. Uh, abductions are happening like crazy. Human trafficking is at its peak. Just a lot is going wrong. Rape is still high up there. And now I know in Cape Town, the murder rate is flying up, especially in the township. So, man, jokes aside, really, like, be careful, guys. Like, I know every single year, November, December, a lot of lives are lost. A lot of people don't make it to the next year, especially in December. And it usually boils down to wrong place, wrong time, just being around the wrong crowd. Altercations that don't need to be altercations and you just pushing through and... Next thing, you got a bullet inside of you. I know way too many people that have been shot. I lived in the hood my whole life, so I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It's also why I try as much as I can to avoid altercations and things that are getting out of hand. I'm telling you guys, survival kit. I probably, I'll have a proper episode about this, but like, if you're going to party in the hood, if you're going to, even the suburbs, just the main tip, especially for the gents, you don't have to be a hero. Don't be a hero. Do not be a hero. Someone slaps you. Let them nigga slap you. It's trust me. You 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 don't gain much by being the winner of that fight because you don't know where it's gonna go. You know, I've had many a time well not many, but I've had two, three situations where things could have gotten out of hand and I just you go to a bouncer, you tell the bouncer, look man, this nigga's causing shit, you know? You got people around you. Get that nigga out. It's that simple. If if you're in the suburbs, if you're in the hood, just let it go. Let it the fuck go. That's not even a conversation. Just let it go. There are niggas with pistols in their cars waiting for a nigga to try them. Don't be a victim. Just be safe, guys. Let's have some safe fun. I'm really, really, as I said, trying to get these events off the ground. Proving a tad difficult, but once I have them off the ground, it's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be worth the wait and we're going to have a lot of fun. Try to make sure it's a very safe environment where everyone can have a good time, get home safe and all of that. But yeah, man, just I wanted to just touch base on that. There's a lot of shit going on. But on this week's episode, I'm having a really, really important conversation that I just think we need to talk about it. And you could actually use it as something somewhat of me elaborating on one of my previous episodes but this is going to be specifically on one topic which deals again with the notion of cheating yep that motherfucker back that motherfucker topic is back i just think there's something that i realized i never really jumped on in that episode and i realized there's a there's, it's 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 one conversation that a lot of people don't really have it's there, but people don't really discuss it. And a lot of us, a lot of people in general have been put in this position, you know, and you never realize how fucked up it is until you're right in the middle of it. And it's being slap bang in the middle of someone else getting caught cheating. Now, I'm going to title this episode, You Got Caught Cheating, Not Me. And that should tell you exactly where we're going with this. So I'm going to talk about it. Tell you, for the person that's been caught, for the person that's in the middle, the do's and don'ts. Now, as a disclaimer, as you guys know, 
from my previous episode i'm not condoning cheating don't 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 look at this episode and think this is me teaching you how to cheat or whatever this in fact i won't even be giving you tips on that i'm going to be making sure you guys understand that the positions that you get put in and what the fuck to do when you're in them and then we'll talk a bit about music at the end but that's where we at so stay tuned now you might ask yourself how the fuck does that happen someone else is caught cheating or someone else is cheating and you're in the middle but you weren't even like the one cheating and that's not your relationship and man what do i have to do with this this is probably someone if you're asking yourself those questions you've probably never been in this position before if you have been in this position before oh you're smiling right now because you know exactly what happens now let me paint a picture for you just so that you have a case study you know i did this a lot in firstly in maths lit i love maths lit maths lit teach you scenarios you know maths lit don't give you x equals y m c and b nah none of that they yo man mark went to the shop mark got himself 75 oranges a brand new bmw and a north face bag now how many things did he buy no i'm joking it's it's a little bit more than that guys y'all gotta stop bashing mass lit it got tough it got tough you know there were moments when you break the switch you're like god damn what in the ap mats is this can y'all relax but let me give you a scenario so you let, let's use jens for example you with your boy you and your boy are good with good mates like nirvana like who is it grand like you guys go out together like man y'all that you know might be a group of y'all but let's say let's just say for argument's sake y'all just them two niggas that everyone knows y'all hang out together your boy's in a relationship you're not as i said just painting a scenario you can't be in a relationship you can't be it doesn't really matter but your boy's the one that's in a relationship your boy cheating cheating ass just just doing everything he wants and marshall he just he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do knowing full well he's in a relationship cool 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 now here is where a lot of the fuck up happens your boy starts involving you in his cheating ass habits exhibit a yo my nigga i'ma just go pick up this girl and then we can go to town like, hey nigga hey 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 we're not picking up your girlfriend though like, yeah i know my nigga i just, just you know just let it be let it go you're like you know what on my life as much as i know what you're doing is wrong like you're grown ass man i can't be teaching you right from wrong i mean i can but at this rate you're clearly not going to listen you know so that's usually where the the first issue starts so you're like yo now you're involving me you know now i'm involved in your shit like i'm around this girl or i'm chilling at home you're like yo man can i come see you i'm like bet nigga come through i miss my boy walking with this girl you know many a scenarios i don't want to spend too many time too much time sorry on these scenarios all you got to understand is you're just minding your own business and homie keeps bringing this girl around now shit go down and it becomes obviously common knowledge that 
you and your boy are always around each other. So there's no way in hell that you aren't around when this girl's around. Now, whether you are friendly with the other girl, whether you are cool with her, whether you actually friends with the other girl, don't really matter. But it's just enough for everyone to know that no matter what happens, there's no way in hell you don't know this girl exists. That's the best way for me to put it. That's the thing. You you know she exists. Like, you can't deny that. It's not by any means. Like, it's like, no. So that's number one. Now, here's where it hits the fan. Homeboy gets caught cheating. Whether by being seen with this girl, whether by his story just not adding up. And it's another way that homies usually will get you in a corner where they say, nah, man, you know what? I was chilling with Mark, though. I was chilling with, you know, Uvusi, whatever. And I was with him last night and like, yeah, babe. So you're implicit in that story. Only for your girl, for his girl, sorry, didn't find out. Nah, that's not how it went down. Or even if it did go down like that, the girl was there too. See how now you are part and parcel of that? You can't run from that. Because now you're in the story. That's one way. Another way, your homie tells you about this girl. And your his girl then realizes that, no man, there's been a chat about this girl. So clearly these niggas are aware. There are many ways, many, many ways for this to happen. But anyway, the part that matters is his girl finds out that his ass is cheating. He's in trouble. He realizes he's about to lose the love of his life. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, man, I need a savior. Who's he going to look at? Obviously, his boy. Who's his boy? You. What you going to do? Just be there. Now, you see how in everything I painted, you were not actively part of this. But the issue is that that's your boy. And he's doing what he's doing. And your ass just keep popping around. Now, here's a few situations where I need to paint the picture of why I said you got caught cheating, bro. Not me. It's... Now, you're all now aware of the fact that the stupid-ass nigga got caught cheating. What happens then? Even though you didn't do jack with anyone, because you are fully aware that this girl exists, you fucked up. Because you are part of the storyline of the one that he used to lie, you fucked up. Because you're his boy, you fucked up. Because you his ride or die and y'all always turning up together and ain't a chance in hell my nigga going out without me. So now by being a fucking good mate and never leaving your boy alone, you fucked up. See how many scenarios I can paint? In your head, while I paint these scenarios, think of a few of your own. Let's do some brainstorming together. Think of all those scenarios where you watched Someone else cheat. And you're like, <laughs> I wonder. Or, 
Really? In front of everyone? See, paint, paint all those stories and all those situations in your head. That's all the scenarios I'm painting. Now, even though you didn't do a thing, you weren't caught cheating, you didn't even cheat. In fact, you might not even be that close with the other girl. But as I said, you're just too close to the scenario. Now, here's where it gets all crazy. And I'm going to spend a bit of time on that too. It gets crazy when the confrontation happens. Because there are, for now I'll say three ways that this usually happens. Either number one, you are placed in a position where you don't know a thing, as in you don't see it coming. So you mind your own business, playing PlayStation, and obviously I'm using a gent's example because it's just easier because men do this a lot. I'm not saying women don't cheat. I'm just saying the likelihood of getting caught, we all know. It's just the leverage. But we can all paint the same scenario and flip it over and make it about girls. But just bear with me that I'm going to use this example for obvious reasons. So now, the confrontation happens. You have no idea. You're playing PlayStation. You're chilling alone. Or you're at work. Or you're doing whatever. Just doing you. Coming back from gym. Or you're chilling with your boy. Now, the confrontation happens. And you don't know what the hell's going on. So... That's number one, where you basically slap bang in the middle as it's happening. Which now means she finds out and she involves you instantly. You and your boy ain't had a conversation about this. You haven't spoken about where he was that night or who he was with or was she with you guys. And you're being asked all of these questions. Either three-way call or in person now either way see how you're in your ass is in the middle of all of this shit and you're trying to figure out who how the why how am i gonna deal with this because denzin you see how innocently the first thing you're thinking is denzin you're already fucked up oh you're already in the wrong because your dumbass isn't realizing just how important your role has suddenly become in saving or breaking this relationship. And this is why it really breaks open now the doors of why I'm having this conversation and why I said, you got caught cheating, bro. I didn't. Number one, why the fuck is it that I'm the one being asked these make or break questions? When I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything. I was just there. I was around. But I have to answer the question of... Was he really at engine at 2am? And nigga, I don't know. I mean, I know whether or not we were at engine. I just don't know if she knows that you know or you told her that you were at engine or not. Now you looking at me or you huffing and puffing on the phone trying to signal me to say yes or no. Nah, Hufflepuff. I don't know whether I should say yes or no because it's not my girl 
And I don't know what she knows about you. And I don't know what she saw or heard. But your ass decided to put me in this three-way position. You want to know why? Because that's your boy. And you'll never let your boy ride or die alone. You got to ride with him. So now we both in this position. Trying to figure out how to get your ass out of this. And that's usually the worst of the worst. That's usually most relationships end because there's not a chance you can save that nigga. But we'll get to that. Number two. It is when a couple has their own conversation, their own argument, their own fight, and then later decide to include you. Again, you have no knowledge. Now, it's even worse because them two motherfuckers then argued about this shit. They have their own way of talking. They have their own fights. They have their own... Everything of theirs is theirs. You might know them. You might have been around them. But when shit hits the fan, you don't know what your boy said to try and save himself. You don't know what else he might have said or didn't say. You don't know what he's hiding. You don't know what he's showing. Because in that situation, he knew that his relationship is nearing its end. And he has to say whatever he has to say to get out of this position. And then in the latter stage, decides to involve your ass. Typically along the lines of, Yo, bro, just tell my girl, dog. Just tell her the truth, bro. Where were we on Friday night, dog? After we went to flipping St. Eve's or flipping Coco, where we go? Now, you know, yo, y'all two asses went to a hotel after that shit. But why the fuck would your nigga ask you this question? Knowing full well that the answer is that we went to a hotel and there were some women. Like, what? So am I supposed to tell her the truth? But like, what, why the fuck would you want her to know that? So you clearly trying to call me to figure out and to vouch for the fact that we just went home. But, but, but like, are we really going to say we just went home? But if I say we just went home and you say we went to a hotel, but nothing happened. Now I look like the bigger liar because I'm even willing to say that your ass went straight home. Even though you were willing to admit that you went to a hotel. See? You see how it all goes, it all goes fucked up. Because now, I'm trying to figure out what you guys spoke about. And more importantly, what you, as the nigger who messed up by himself, is trying to get me to say. Again, high chance it doesn't end well. Because unless you just a nigger that is that good, which is not admirable but is that good where you've had this conversation with your niggas and you say yo listen man if ever my girl asks this question just know that i'm in trouble because i don't think any niggas been that some niggas just don't think that far so i said like as much as i have a lot of friends that are women and stuff i've never really been able to dissect this part of their lives and how they really do this you know you know as niggas we all have the sixth sense where we're like if you're a nigger nigger, and when I say nigger nigger, I mean nigger that understands that, man, sometimes there's more to the picture. Is that we all truly and honestly believe that women have mastered the art of cheating. And nobody's saying women cheat all the time, but I just feel like if we put the two genders next to each other, man, they wipe the floor with us. Oh, they wipe the floor with us. They just, oh my God, they good at that shit. Huh. I mean... 
I'm not saying this without any information. I mean, I've spoken to some women and I heard some of the tricks in the trade. And I'm like, God damn. You think you'll figure this out? Come on, dog. But back to the topic. So that's the other way. Now, the third way is probably the best for you as the party that's on the side, which is normally seems hectic. But in hindsight, you're like, I'd rather do that. Where you are the devil. And I say that in terms of your girl, sorry, your nigger's girl finally realizes that you're actually not the nigger you kept saying you are. And even that is split into two legs. Either one, she's going to hate you for it. And she's going to look at you and be like, oh. Can't believe we used to because something you know when you, you your girl's dating someone and you sometimes you know, y'all live together you know your nigga goes to the shop you know get some takeaways whatever and y'all create somewhat of a bond you know maybe you had a surprise birthday so you call you guys communicate you know you have somewhat of that bond but as soon as she finds out how implicit you are in this nigga cheating she then hates you and she may she might swear at you or she might be like. Oh, you ain't shit. You just like him for the fact that you let him do this to me, knowing how much he loves me, all of that. But number two, she'll look at you and she'll be like, you know what? You were loyal to your friend. You were never my friend. So, it's And that's on another thing I'm going to be discussing soon, soon. So those, I, I think, are the general three ways that shit goes down when someone else gets caught cheating, but you are still involved. Even though you go go cheating, not me, bro. Now, at this stage of the game, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've already realized that you're in shit. And that's not the part that I'm talking about in this whole episode. The part that I'm really trying to make everyone understand is the title. I'm going to say it again. You got co-cheating, bro, not me. So, what I want for us to take in this episode is the things that I'm about to explain now. Guys, stop looking at these situations and thinking that we are slapping our niggas in the ass and saying, my nigga, dollar what you must. No. No. Your man or your girl makes the decision to cheat. We have nothing to do with it. I, I, I mean, I, what do I have to do with it? What do I do? Which is why when Kevin Hart said, help me, nigga. Help me. No. No. Nah, nigga. Why? You cheated. Not me, bro. So my whole thing is let's normalize you getting in shit and you and your partner dealing with your shit alone stop involving other people in your shit when you were cheating nigga i wasn't in the room cheering you on might it might have been in the same household whatever nigga i don't care but what i'm trying to say is i wasn't supporting what you were doing i might not have stopped you but again it's your life if you want to risk losing the girl of your dreams, the one you keep saying is the love of your life, cheat ahead, nigga. 
I'm not gonna stop you. Who am I? I'm now nah, I must ground tackle you every time you take off your clothes. Now nah, I got your dick all over me. You butter ass naked trying to have sex and I'm trying to stop you. Now nah, I got a hard dick in front of me. Just and you mad asking me, nigga, what you doing? And I'm saying, nah, nigga, it's not worth it. Nah. If you won't go that far, then go that far. But if you're gonna ask me, should I cheat? Hell nah. I have a whole episode. Say, don't cheat. I'm telling you, don't do it. But if you're gonna insist, then please, guys, let's normalize not involving other people. And this goes both ways. Even if you catch someone cheating, y'all really need to understand these are friends. Of course, they know. Obviously. But at times, they have nothing to do with it. So you can't be sitting there mad at the friend. What if the friend, tell me what the friend was supposed to do. That's cool, I'll wait. Exactly. So my thing is, how could you possibly be mad at me as the friend? You're going to be mad because I went out to them and there were girls around and he decided to act on it? Come on now. Come on now. Let's be real. And that's all I'm trying to like paint in this scenario is that the best I can do is try to remind your boy that, hey man, I don't think you want to lose the girl you have or the guy you have if it's a girl. Or the girl you have if it's a girl or the guy you have if it's a guy. Really, it's not gender specific. It's not sex specific. I'm just trying to make the point across that if you catch someone else cheating, don't involve their friends. Because of the situations that I painted, it does no good. I don't, unless you you really haven't cheated and your girl is suspecting or your guy is suspecting that you did, I get by all means, call me and be like, my nigga, where were you not at this house chill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, tell the truth. Like, just don't worry. Tell the truth as it happened. Now we were there. What happened? Okay, how do we go home? Okay, cool. Who was there? Uh, cool. And if it's that scenario, then fine. But nigga, if you know you got two more confessions that you, you haven't let out, don't call me. Don't call me. You want to know why you shouldn't call me? Because you got caught cheating, bro. Not me. And that's... That's the Bible that I'm trying to put across here. And I really hope that everyone understands that these things happen. This is not an episode that I just picked out of nowhere. These things happen. And I'm constantly hearing, you are fear to. I can't believe I'm in the middle of this situation. I can't believe that I'm the one who has to convince this nigga's girl that he's a good nigga. What, what, what do I have to do with it? Nigga, you made the decision. And that's the thing. We got to cut this whole, the, you know, real niggas, real niggas, real niggas. Fuck real nigga shit, nigga. You getting me to lie and you know I'm probably going to lie wrong. And that's the issue. Is that sometimes real nigga shit don't have to be real nigga shit, nigga. Like, just understand you cheated. You fucked up. And that happened. Now, just a quick 
little tip. If you get caught cheating, be honest, motherfucker. Because more often than not, if your girl is patient and takes time, she knows everything that happened. So you lying is you signing out from your relationship. We all know that not every relationship ends because someone cheated. We know that. People work through it. People talk about it. We're all young. Shit happens. I'm not, again, not condoning cheating. But some situations, you sit and you're like, okay, what happened? Okay, this, this, this. And who was it? That, that, that. Just be fucking honest, dude. The admin of you lying, the admin of you looking for scapegoats, looking for, yeah, scapegoats. I Look, I'm a goat. Oh, I'm a goat. I'm not a scapegoat, though. Oh, hell no. I'm going to escape from that shit. That's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to escape from your situation. But for me, I just, I've noticed and realized through growing up, that's probably the best thing you could do. If you really fucked up, then that's a fuck up. And own up to your fuck up and move on, dude. That's that's a life lesson in general, really. Even at work. That's the one thing I learned. You Everyone fucks up, dude. If you made a fuck up, sit down, be honest. Hey, I fucked up. This is what happened. This is why I fucked up. And this is how it's not going to happen again. That's simple. That's simple. So stop it. Stop it. Stop. We don't have to make it a group project. Your girl's mad at you, not us. She she can be mad at me because I was around there. But hey, as long as she also understands, I'm just your friend. Like, I was never going to not be around. You think I'm going to go home every time this nigga decides to cheat? That's just selfish on his part. Like, now, now I can't go out and have fun because he keeps doing shit when I'm around? That's not fair, is it? So, I think... To round it off and to just wrap it up. Like, never ever forget that. You're the one that fucked up. Not me. Your girl needs to understand. Or your man. That you fucked up. And I know niggas do this also. Where sometimes they'll call the girl's friend. Like, yo, yo, yo. Where's Mang Mang? I know that y'all were together. Why isn't she answering her phone? Stop that shit. First of all, it makes you look like a weak ass motherfucker because you don't even know how to communicate with your girl and i mean it when i say communicate not control communicate not control if i don't know how to communicate with my partner and i've got to use her friend to get a hold of my partner we're already on the wrong track and one of us is already fucking up majorly and we we have very 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 bigger like much bigger things to discuss if your partner is out and they're refusing to answer their phone, that's a conversation you guys need to have. It's This conversation is actually just bigger than even that cheating aspect. I really feel like in order for relationships to really work, I've always said this, you can be cool with your partner's friends and you guys can even be mates, but don't forget who you're mates through. You're mates through this relationship and don't invite those scenarios into the relationship it never ever ends well so if you guys are having your own problems you guys are having your internal fights don't be calling your girl's friend at 2 a.m when they drunk and they out mad because your girl isn't answering your text even though you know they went out that's something you gotta wake up in the morning sit your girl down and be like babe listen 
I didn't like last night. So how the fuck can we do it moving forward so that I sleep comfortably and you get to have fun outside, yet we both know what's happening and you move on from that. I will literally do a whole episode on communication if need be because I genuinely feel like sometimes in this climate we live in, sometimes we, we are so against just talking things out and understanding each other because we just, nah, this person must understand I like going out. Nah, this person must understand me. I don't like going out. Nah, you don't have to understand. Communicate. Talk. Understand each other. Learn about each other. And I promise you, you will have the time of your lives in that relationship. And I think that is the best way to end this week's topic. Now with that out the way, let's talk new music. Now this week is no different. Gang of music dropped. And obviously I'll try my best to get through all of them. At least give it a spin or two. You know, I, I could give you a list of songs that drop, but I like to at least add just even that, that young sentence to be like, just so you know what to expect, you know, and you know whether you should waste your time or not, or listen to it and have a different opinion to mine, you know. Um, this is a conversation street. It's not really a music channel. It's not really, well, channel, podcast. It's not really specific to anything, but we know that we always have a conversation. But anyway, let me start with the albums and EPs that dropped. Uh, uh, uh. First of all, James Blake surprised me with the Before EP. I didn't know that James Blake is going to be dropping new music. I was shook. If you know me, you know I'm a huge fan of James Blake. And with this one, I love the sound. The sound is more upbeat. The sound is more, you know, it's it's up-tempo. It's not housey, but it's not that slow sort of, you know, deep, solo sort of music. It's that, you know, it, it just, it's a nice vibe. It's a really, really nice vibe. And I think if you're a fan of James Blake and his sound, I think I'd, I'd compare it to, let's say, the sounds that he was releasing in songs like digital lion you know those kind of songs where it's like he's, there's a lot of i, I don't want to call it housey beats but you know that vibe of like it's it's just beautiful it's that electro sort of vibe i think that's the best way to put it and it's kind of the theme throughout the ep i think it's like four songs but it's all amazing all amazing ti dropped an album called the libra spelled l.i.b.r.a and I gave it a listen. T.I. has been problematic as of late. I feel like he's been problematic all his life. But just as of late, people are really not interested in him. Um, how he's treated his daughters. How just as a human, man, he's... It's just there's a lot of things about T.I. If you'd read, probably if you'd Google T.I. and news, you'd realize that there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot wrong with T.I. Um... But yeah, I gave his album a spin. And look, production, top tier. A lot of money was spent on that production. Beats, song selection, it's, yeah. Like, I'm hesitant to even say that it's one of the very few good projects that I've heard in terms of hip-hop in like the last year or so. In terms of an album coming out and you can feel 
throughout the album that this is a good album it's not just one or two songs or five songs in the album where you're like okay like i can see myself playing it again from track one and just letting it play it's that good so definitely it's worth a listen trust me gucci main presents so icy summer it's also like a long ass album you know gucci gucci will never give you four songs um but it's that gucci man like if you've listened to gucci b gucci main sorry in the last five six seven years or even longer because he's been around uh since the time he had ice cream on his damn face you know i think he still has it actually i haven't noticed his face close up lately ever since the glow up but yeah he's been around it's still it's trap it's just trap it's atl it's good music though it's got young thug you know uh future the the ogs you know the ogs it's it's gucci gucci let me give you some brian knowledge on gucci main brian knowledge things you realize well whoa i actually fucked it up for once brian knowledge things you didn't realize you need to know until i told you brian knowledge okay gucci main why gucci is the person that he is and i know a lot of people have been confused at that as to gucci is not even the best rapper to come out of atl he's not even like the biggest thing to come out of atl yeah but the thing is gucci main before prison was the hood pope in terms of artists gucci main was the plaque gucci main was the guy who would go into the streets and find next talent and pump money into them and make sure they're shining make sure they're looking good he was that guy he was basically the dream guy to meet if you're up and coming and what had happened was in the time that he went to prison a lot of these acts started popping you know your your metro boomings your young thugs you know um your who's this guy now uh He's on Mama Sita. Mama Sita. Ooh, 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 ooh. How much you A hundred million dollars. How much, how much? I love that I'm singing this whole song without remembering who this jet is. You know what? It'll come back to me. But a lot of these guys came up at that time and they all showed their love and respect for Gucci Mane. And they loved him for what he had done for the ATL industry. And obviously, he was not that small of a deal. You know, I don't know if you remember the song Break Up with um, Mario and Sean Garrett. He was on that peak ice cream days. Like, Gucci Mane wasn't just a nobody, you know. And he was one of those raw ATL sort of characters where he's just, he's himself. And that's why you see him able to land practically any feature he wants and why he was able to accumulate the amount of money that he has obviously people are still a bit shaky about why he has so much but he was the original hood pope not really the original but the latest of the last generation i mean people like trinidad james for example some more brand knowledge for you guys if you know trinidad james all gold everything gold all in my ring gold that guy he was actually supposed to be the biggest thing to come out of ATL at a stage he was and what had happened was pause rich homie kwan was the guy i was thinking about 
rich homie fucking Kwan. But anyway, Trinidad James was supposed to be the next big thing to come out of ATL. And he got caught in record labels and those disputes. And I'll actually use that as my plug of the day also. If you're a rapper, if you're a DJ, if you're anything, check your contract in detail. If you can afford to, get someone else to check it. I promise you, I promise you, you don't want to be in a position where someone else controls when to release your music, where you should go, what time you should go, and you don't even see it coming. And that's usually what happens to a lot of these rappers trying to come up, just trying to do something. We see it in South Africa. It's not that far. You know, you know the record labels here that do that. And niggas realize it's very late that, fuck, I'm actually locked up in this contract and there's nothing I can do. So that's my plug for the day and my Brian knowledge. Make sure if you got a friend that's in the entertainment industry, they need someone who's going to check their contracts all the time. Um, Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Party Next Door gave us Party Pack which is, looks like, when I listen to it, a combination of a lot of the songs that had not officially dropped. I'm not sure if there's actually any new songs there, but I know songs like West District was like one of my favorite Party Next Door songs and a few others. And yeah, he just put it in a nice package for us. Sort of like the care package that Drake gave us, you know, just so we can have this music on these streaming platforms. So I appreciate that. Jason J. Marley gave us an EP called All Is Love and All Is Fair in Love and War. This is J. Marley. J. Marley, for me, look, I'll keep it simple, keep it very short. Hits and misses. That's one thing about J. Marley. For me, there's times where he hits and I have like four or five songs that I love from him. There's times where he misses and I just like, I don't know. And yeah, this album really personifies that. One or two songs are great. One or two are not. It'll take you being a fan or you being someone who listens to his music to then decide whether you enjoy it or you don't. And to round off this week's episode, let's talk two singles that I want to talk about. First one being Uyanga Chief dropped double B-A-F, Boiti Beautiful as Fab. Um of his upcoming album slash EP. It's coming, I think, this Friday, actually. And it's got a lot of dope features. The song itself that I just mentioned is really dope, really fun. You know, that, that playful young chief with his lyrics, love it. Um, but the song I'm most looking forward to of his new album is with Maclera Doughboy. If you know me, I'm a huge fan of Maclera. Maclera is probably one of the four or five artists in South Africa that... I would genuinely ask a picture with. You know, I genuinely be like, can I please take a picture with you? That's how much I love McLaren. So I'm looking forward to that. Then Young Blue dropped a song called Your Mind Still featuring Drizzy Drake. And if you listen to the show, you know we are huge fans of Drizzy Drake. And Drizzy did what Drizzy always does. He made the song his own. Which is what everyone calls the Drake Stimulus Package where he gives us an artist that a lot of us aren't really familiar with, pops on a song, now the artist is a huge deal, and they can either fly with it or they can fail. Now, I'll elaborate on the Drake Stimulus Package. 
maybe next week, maybe the week after, and just give you some knowledge as to some of the artists that have made it through the package, some that haven't. You know, it's it would surprise you how many people have gotten the Drake Stimulus Package. Stimulus Package basically being that Drake jumps on your song, as I explained, and it becomes a huge song. Whereas if you were just doing it on your own, I would probably not know the name of the song. And this is one of those where Drake just goes on his lover boy tip, probably giving us a sneak peek into the type of verses and type of lyrics he'll be talking about in his upcoming album but i love it i love it i love it that's that vintage rake that you make like it makes you want to go tweet about his lyrics i love that shit i love it and yeah with that marks the end of episode 11 very very enjoyable episode i like episodes that are light but also very informative you know i feel i feel like this is one where i should be Getting one or two responses. I'm I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to my show. Fuck it, our show. Because really, I don't do this for myself. I do it for us. Um, As I always inform you guys, things are going well. This is probably the one place where I actually talk about things that are happening in my life. Because I don't really like tweeting about them. But if you listen to my show, then clearly you at least care a little bit about me. Things are going well. I'm getting more campaigns. Shit's getting crazy. I'm actually having to learn so many things as I go, but it's worthwhile, you know. You learn how to edit now. You edit flipping short uh, videos. You're learning how to take accurate, beautiful images. Um, working with campaign managers. It's amazing, dude. And I'm learning and I'm truly becoming the person that I envisioned that I want to be four or five months ago. And it's a beautiful feeling and I really can't do it or couldn't have done it without you guys. So again, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys downloading my playlist. Please never stop. Follow me on Twitter, to me 213 Follow me on Instagram, to me 213 Please follow me on Instagram. Yo, yo, yo. The deficit amazes me. How do I have 35,000 followers on Twitter and 2.5 on Instagram? Please follow me. Like, please. Like, 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 we're not even shouting anymore. Like, follow the boy and tell your friend to follow me too. But with that being said, that marks episode 11. 213, out. <laughs>